Hello, I'm Elizabeth Kendall, and I'm Senior Research Fellow in Arabic and Islamic Studies at Oxford University's Pembroke College. With me today is Mesa Shujair Adin, who's non-resident fellow at Sanaa Centre for Strategic Studies. When it comes to the Yemen war, most of our attention is understandably on current international efforts to inch towards a ceasefire agreements and hopefully create space for a peace process. But the Yemen conflict is being fought in many arenas, not just the military or political ones. Mesa, you've just published a terrific paper with the Carnegie Endowments for International Peace about the rivalries for religious education in Yemen. Now, of course, that's nothing new in Yemen, but tell us what's going on today. It's a really complicated landscape. Can you simplify it? Who are the main players? Uh, thank you very much, Elizabeth. Um, Yemen was always divided into Sunni, Sunni, and the Sunni school was um, the majority of the population, actually two-thirds of the population, and uh, it was dominated by the Shafi'i school. And uh, the Shia school, and it is one third of the population. It is in the north, and they are. It is um, Zaidi school, different than the twelve school in Iran. Uh, and um, since the seventies, at the mid of seventies, this um, this has been changed, as the uh, Shafi'i school, the traditional Shafi'i school, has been pushed on the, on the side by the Salafi, the spread of the Salafism. And also, by the rising of the Houthi movement in 2000, they start also to push the uh, traditional school, uh, the traditional Zaidi schools, and replaced by their school, the Houthi school, which is very influenced by the Iranian, uh, the, by, by the Iranian influence. Uh, they stress on their Shia connection, and they are very hostile toward the Sunnis. The same thing goes with the Salafis, who start before them. And they were very, uh, they discredited the Zaidi doctrine and they considered them non-Muslim. And this, this created a kind of uh, tension between the two big schools in Yemen. Oh, thank you. So I can see that at the macro level, we've got Sunni versus Shi'i. And then on the Sunni side, it was Salafi. Shi'i side, it was Zaidi. And then these are also both being pushed Sunni side to... Uh, to actually become much deeper rivalries now. But is it really a matter of religion or are these rivalries really a proxy for deeper regional and tribal identities? The sectarian division in Yemen is in its first level, it is a tribal regional division. Uh, the Zaidi, uh, Zaidism exists in the upper of Yemen and what was called upper Yemen. It is in the north of Sana'a. It is the, the land of Hamdan tribes. Uh, and um, this division is before Islam, actually, Upper Yemen, Lower Yemen. Uh, and it's def totally different than South and North now. Um, but um, because Yemen ha has become part of the sectarian regional tension between the Saudis and the Iranian, so I think the sectarian dimension or the religious dimension in this war has been grown since it started in 2015. Thank you. That's incredibly worrying. What are the rival groups actually doing? I, I mean, how have the religious schools been changing? 
um, it, 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 the change was massive, actually. My, my grandfathers were judge, and uh, they learned their religious education uh, from Sunni schools, Sunni Shafi schools, and from Shia Zaidi schools. And this was common, and it's not weird in Yemen at that time. This was a long time ago, but um, because at that time the idea, the aim of this uh, traditional schools is to give you knowledge, so they accept the differences and the different explanation of Islam. But now, because the aim of this kind of schools is to um, create or to establish um, a loyal group, um, so they want to discredit, discredit the others. So they don't accept the differences and uh, they always talk about the unity of Islam, that Islam has one version and our explanation is the only right Islam. So others are not right. And they always rely on the uh, holy text and they don't accept the logic or the reason using logic and reason and their explanation of Islam. So they always believe that you have to, gain your uh, knowledge from your teacher or from your leadership and you don't have your own individual knowledge. Um, I saw it's a very different, it's a very different approach and it's a very different results, definitely. Yes, yes, it sounds like polarization is increasing, tolerance is decreasing, and all of that leads to greater conflict. So really, what everyone needs to do is go and read Mesa's paper for the detail. You can find it at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. There's so much in it. Thanks, Mesa. Thank you very much, Elizabeth.